And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to Grisha Cast, episode 96. In this episode, we will be discussing chapters 34 and 35 from the book Rule of Wolves. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry. From Nashville, Tennessee, this is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by our spooky and fabulous Lee Bardugo. Well, hi. Hi. <laughs> so, we have some listener cities to thank. We do, and I want to sing this so bad, but I'm not going to. Oh. We want to say hello to Buenos Aires, Argentina. Oh, I wish you would have sung it. Not going to do it. Damn. Okay. <laughs> well, next on our list is very close to my heart, Bangkok, Thailand. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Because I hope to visit one day, and my favorite food is Thai food. Oh, yes. And we happen to have our pretty much favorite restaurant in my little town that I live in is Bangkok Pad Thai. Yes. Yeah, it's it's okay Thai food. It it's good. Mm-hmm. It's um it is really good, but it's um mm, I miss some yummy Thai. Oh yeah. Yeah, we used to eat there a lot. Anyways. Yeah. Moving on from Thai food, <laughs> how have you been? Um, well, we had Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah. Um, we went to the mountains and saw the lights. It was very pretty and very lovely. Mm. Um, but it's warm now, so I'm not really filled with the holiday spirit very much. We got our tree up. That's nice. So at least there's that. But um but yeah, the the warmth kinda I guess kinda throws it off. I don't like the cold. But it just doesn't feel like the holiday season when it's 70 degrees. It is warmer right now, but it was colder today, I feel like. No. Well, really. I guess it kind of warmed up. It got cold and then it kind of warmed up. But it's not completely warmed up where I'd be like completely pissed off. <laughs> um, still like, I mean, I don't know. I will completely fight summer, any kind of heat. So I will stay in my long sleeves and my hoodies. And yeah, so... <laughs> I'll just be sweating through it. Hopefully it will get colder. I think it will. Uh, I mean, it has to. It usually does. For the rest of the week, it's going to be warm, though. Ugh. But also, happy Hanukkah. Oh, yeah. Happy Hanukkah. That's right. I forgot. Um, <laughs> the Jew forgot. Yeah, I know. Well. Happy Hanukkah to Eric and happy Hanukkah to everyone else celebrating. It's very early this year, which kind of throws me off, too. Yes, it is very early. And... Yeah, I, I I forget about it sometimes. Just well, I mean, I remember every night when I light my menorah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I, I think it being so early, it's really weird. Um, and I've always dreamed of the day that the eighth night will be on my birthday. One day, one, one day, year. that will be really cool. Yes. I love because I just love all the candles. But I don't know. I don't know if we'll get, ever have that happen. You'll have to have like the menorah candles and birthday candles all the same time. That will be really cool. It would be amazing. I wonder if they have like the Jewish, I'm sure they do. Like, I mean, the Jewish year, like calendar years, like all the way, all like all the way up to like, I don't know, who knows, like 10, 30 years from now. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you could see it year by year. 
Yeah, maybe I need to do some investigating and see when it is. Because you have to be prepared for that. Yeah. Watch it be when I'm like 50 or something. <laughs> so what? You can still celebrate. Hey, we'll be prepared. Exactly. <laughs> so, that's all that matters. Well. Have um, you gotten any fun anything for Hanukkah? No, we haven't really done that much gift exchanging. Well, I can't. I'm sorry. My mom did get me a little gift card. Um, and we've, that was nice. Um, but yeah, we, I don't know. I think for like me being grown up, I really don't want to, lots of gifts. My birthday's right around the corner. So it's more like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So have you gotten any Thanksgiving presents? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but you know, the questions have started, you know, what do you want for Christmas? And yeah. I pay my bills, <laughs> give me money. I don't know. I'm an adult, so I don't really want things you know i've got adult things to do that would be a really great present though pay my bills yeah like, if you could just like hand them out be like here you have this one you can have this <laughs> yeah just call the electric company or call the water company and just say hey i'm paying this bill off for this person this month that is a really good idea mm-hmm. look out Birthday people out there wanting to know what my birthday present needs to be. Exactly. <laughs> and have you help pay. I just got an email this morning that we're getting a bonus from work, and we've never done that before, but it's for like COVID, like to say thank you to those who have worked through COVID. And I was I, I was very shocked and very, yeah. very happy. Well, that's awesome. I think we are getting one, too. Um, it's nice when companies are doing that now. Yes. Um. Definitely people need it um, and deserve it because a lot of people have been working really hard through COVID. And I just really hope that they hit the people that really deserve it. The ones that are like on the front lines that have like worked in like all the nurses and Mm -hmm. the people that have really had to deal with the first responders. And exactly. Yeah. Those people really, really need it. So um, anyways, well, let's move on into our chapters. What about that? Okay. Move on in. Yeah. Sure. Well, so I am covering chapter 34, Nikolai, which just a little heads up. Um, my notes got deleted a little bit ago, but that's okay. I'm going to survive. Um, it happens. It does. But luckily, I read the chapter. <laughs> Very helpful. It does. Um, but also, my chapter isn't filled with a lot of stuff that goes on. So um, we have Nikolai, of course, and... In the beginning of the chapter, it's just kind of him talking to Adric about Adric's freaked out that his because he saw the shadow monster and he's concerned, I guess, that the shadow monster is under the darkling control. And Nikolai's like, oh, don't worry about that. Yeah, he got some questions. Yeah, he's like, nope, don't worry. It's it's under my control. I know that it seems like, yes, it was a part of most likely the darkling, but it's mine now. We've made we have not mated. Um, we are friends. <laughs> I know that came out weird. We've become mates, I We've think. We've become well. mates. <laughs> Thank you. We are now mates. We are mates. <laughs> There's no mating. Mate. <laughs> yeah. These aren't like animals. Anyway, oh, bless. Bless it. So anyways, to get that just out of the way, yeah, don't worry, Adric. It's okay. Um, Nikolai has control over his shadow monster. So. But... This is all interrupted by a guard coming and saying that there is someone at the gate 
that refuses to talk to anybody except for Nikolai. He wants to talk to the king, and he wants to do it alone. And Zoya's like, mm, yeah, that's a little sus. That ain't gonna happen. Yeah, sorry about it. Um, but they do go and greet who this person is, and he's in like rags and like looking kind of like disheveled. Um, and all of a sudden, he kind of starts to notice a little bit of resemblance. And see something. And he's also, he's got this little package. He's got this little something. And Nikolai, like, Nikolai decides, he's going to grab it. Of course, like, Zoya's there and is, like, trying to protect him. Be like, oh, my gosh, don't grab the package. And Nikolai's like, Nikolai's like, hey, if this is, like, the smallest bomb in the world, then this is, like, that's You, you cr- can't go grabbing other people's packages. No, no. But this man is offering it. So who well, does? Okay. Yeah. So consensually, it's fine. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so here's a quote. He pulled the paper away. It was a miniature of Tatiana Lansov, Ravka's former queen, his mother. Nikolai's gaze snapped to the stranger before him. He'd only ever seen his true father in a portrait, a miniature, just like this one that had belonged to his mother, Magnus Opter had looked the spitting image of Nikolai, except for his bright blue eyes. End quote. We got Magnus up in the house. Magnus Opter. Yeah, and he came all this way. After escaping. Yeah, that's a long way. Yeah, how did he do that? I don't know. It doesn't really explain that. We don't really go on Magnus's like journey with him, but he has made it. Yeah. So the voyage of Magnus Opjer sounds like it'd be fun. Yeah. So he has made it and he's here to give Nikolai this picture, which obviously is what? It's it's huge because this is, I guess, the one piece of evidence showing that Nikolai really isn't a Lansov, right? Yeah. Like he really shouldn't be on the throne. But I mean, everybody always knew it and he knew it. He did. But it's now, like, Proven. in the flesh, like, literally in front of him. Exactly. Because it's all been, like, rumors right. that he's heard. And I think he's, like, he's known. But he's also been, like, mm, I don't really know. Who knows? Right. But now he sees it. And, yeah, it's kind of cool that his father did this, by the way. I mean, his father could have gone the complete op- opposite route and been, like, I don't know, try to make money off of knowing that news or information. And, um no, he comes and he actually gives it to Nikolai, and they have a nice little conversation, um, just saying hello to one another. But they know that they can't really meet too long. Um, and Magnus is gonna obviously he's he's saying he can't stay, and that he actually is going to change his name, move to a whole other place, and have a little shanty somewhere. I think it's like <laughs> a little bar that he's kind of saying, um. But yeah, he's going to do that. Um, And it's all in like Nikolai's like, it's all for Nikolai. Because, I mean, he can't stay in Ravka. So he's going to do it for him, which is like really cool. And now Nikolai knows that there's nothing that can stand in his way. But like nobody else can like, he's got the keys to like this whole like rumor. So, I mean, he can do whatever he wants with this picture. He can destroy it or who knows. But he doesn't have to worry about it anymore. So, what do you think about that? I mean, that's a lot. It is. And that's really what the chapter was. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, just to be completely honest, like, I mean, and it was, and we do learn also that he has got a sister and she's going to the University of Ketterdam. So he's got another, he's got a little sissus. I can't remember what her name is, though, and I should put that down. It starts with an L, though. Um, that was probably in the notes that got deleted. Um, <laughs> Linway, Lin, nope. Sorry, not going to even try. Can't remember. Oh, it's, it's L I N N something. Ugh. Goodness gracious. And we're Grisha cast. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm ashamed. Goodness. (laughs) Don't ever use a new note-taking app and rely on it. I promise you it does not work. Um, Linnea? Thank you. You're welcome. There we go. It was in there somewhere. (laughs) It sure was. Well, I told you it was in that chapter. But yeah, that was it. Like, I mean, I think it's a lot of information in one chapter. I think it's cool that, like, we – this happens – um, I think it's great for the finale book um, to the end of this chapter, you know, like, I mean, to actually, because we learn about this rumor all the way back in the Shadow and Bone trilogy. Mm-hmm. So this has always been kind of like, over, like, it's just been there, like, nobody's really known, but it's just been a rumor. So it's kind of really cool to have Rule of Wolves really address this issue and bring it bring it to a head and saying like, Hey, here's what's going on. And like, I mean, to learn that he's got a sister also at the university of Ketterdam. Yeah. I think it's, was- it's also confirmed that he's half feared that too. which is a bit bizarre. It and is. now it has to be, it's gotta be slightly weird now because he's, you know, in the middle of this war with Fjorda and he's got feared blood. Yeah. Which I think also is going to tie in with our rule of wolves title. Mm-hmm. That so, title just encompasses everything. It's encompassing a lot. It is. Um, which I think is really brilliant. It, Yeah, it is. Um, I remember just trying to figure that out before the book came out. And there, I was just, I had so many theories on it, but not any of them were no. correct. <laughs> not so far. Um, but, um, well, no, I can't say that's wrong. Because I did say, I was like, maybe everybody will end up being like, Yurden that rules like all over the Grishaverse, which is not true, but you know, finding out that Nikolai's kind of got some Fjordan in him. Yeah. Kind of halfway there. Anyways, I think it's neat. Um, but yeah, that's that's what that chapter was. That is everything that happened. Um, the big points and um the important bits. Yeah, and I, I still can't get over the fact that we really are able to finally put like the whole like rumor thing down. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. great. I think that's going to also help Nikolai going forward. I mean, in this huge, like, war that they're having, now we finally have, like, he can probably put that little dust to settle. Because, I mean, that was one thing that Fjorda had against him, too. It was against Ravka. It was like they had, like, supposedly this little bit of information, and they, so now they don't have that. Yeah, it's true. Go Papa. And you can return the uh, Ancestry.com gift now because we obviously don't yes. need a DNA test. No, Nikolai. No, you no. can get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 23andMe, no. You can put all that away. That was return. my Christmas gift. So now I have, now I got to figure something else out. <sighs> well, I guess. Yeah. No, and I, and I got the 23andMe. So, I mean, we <laughs> Dang really, it, Magnus. Gosh, really screwed up for Christmas. <laughs> but that's okay. We'll get him something else. Um, anyways, yeah. So that's. That was my chapter. Alrighty. What, what you got, girl? I got chapter 35. Ooh. And that follows Miss Nina. Um, I don't know if you remember where we left off, but uh, Hannah and Nina were making out. 
Yeah, it got a little steamy. Yeah, after Nina told Hannah that she'd be okay if she married the prince. Well, apparently, (laughs) that making out (laughs) got to be very eventful. Um, Since Hannah's mom comes in and sees them with their dresses half on, uh, she tells them that Broom wants them at the airfield in an hour, and for Hannah to cover the mark on her neck. (laughs) Well. Whoops. Um, I know doing a scene in the beginning isn't something we typically do, but we love these bits and we love these relationships blooming, so had to put it in there. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, you ain't going to put a theater queen down. (laughs) So So I will be reading for Nina and Eric will be reading for Hannah. Thank you. Yes. Okay, so um, are you ready, girl? I'm ready. Okay, so real quickly, a special thank you for our background music created by Kendra Dantes in Year 26. Curtain up. Uh, I'm glad he's here every week. As soon as the door shut, Nina and Hannah burst into nervous laughter, but it didn't last. They're going to send me back to the convent, Hannah said. Nina snorted. To live in isolation with a big group of women? That's the last place they'll send you. Hannah groaned and began to shuck off her gown as she strode to the dressing room and poured water into the basin. She was all lean muscle and tawny skin, and Nina wanted to drag her back to the warmth of their bed and stay there forever. But there was no forever. Not in Fyrda. You're right, Hannah said as she splashed water on her face. They're going to marry me off. To a prince. You're so sure he'll ask. Yes. And last night, Hanno had been sure too. This morning, they both wanted to believe that there would be some kind of escape. But even if the prince didn't propose to Hanna, someone else would. She'd been the darling of Hartwood. Nina yanked her gown over her head and exchanged it for a simpler wool dress. Hanna, let's leave. What? Hana had pulled on a skirt and blouse and was tailoring away the love bite Nina seemed to have left on her neck. Let's leave, just like you said, but with less galloping. We'll go to Rovka. We'll go to Novia Zim. She knew that Hana was. She knew what Hana was going to say: that she couldn't disappoint her parents; that she had a duty to remain; that she could do more good for the Grisha and Fyrda as a princess and one day a queen. Hannah pulled a knitted Fjordan vest over her blouse. How does that look? Absolutely awful. I thought so. Hannah sat down on the bed to wriggle her boots. Do you think the Rinksa could get us out? Nina paused with her hands on the buttons of her dress, unsure she'd heard correctly. I... yes, I think so. Hannah grinned at her, and it was like Nina had been punched in the chest by a ray of sunshine. She thought she might have to sit down. Then let's leave. Not right now. If we can still help Rasmus, we we have to try. But then, then we go. We go, Nina repeated, not quite believing it. They would need time to plan and for Nina to figure out what to do about Joran. We'll have to be careful. My mother may try to separate us. I thought you were going to say no. Do you want to talk me out of it? No, absolutely not. Nina seized her hands and yanked her up from the bed. Saint, she was tall. I just... She didn't know what to say. That there hadn't felt... She hadn't felt real hope since she'd lost Matthias. That she'd thought she'd lost her chance at joy. Until now. 
until Hana. She stood up on her toes and planted a kiss on Hana's lips. Never let me go. Never, Hana said. Do you think peace is still possible? Only if Ravka can push Fierda back decisively. If this turns into an invasion, Fierda has no reason to sue for peace. But if Ravka makes a real showing, Fierda will have to consider its options. I don't think my father will retreat. Not this time. His reputation can't afford it, and peace is not the vision he has for Fjorda's future. Then let's hope the prince is strong enough to choose another path. We'll make sure he is, and then we'll be free of this place. Free. A mad word. A magical word. Nina wasn't sure what she'd felt like anymore, but she wanted to find out. End scene. Oh! Mm. That was so They're good. a couple. Yeah, that was really <laughs> awesome. I really loved that that kind of like, you know, came to a head I here. Know. And we have that like, that's a that's a thing. And they're planning to run away. It's a thing. It's real. It's it's happening. And it's so exciting. It really is. It's huge, too. Um, Just because of the all the different aspects of this. Hana, you know, with I mean, just. Her coming out with, well, she had, like, you know, figuring out who she is. Mm-hmm. And because she hasn't put words in, like, she hasn't said that. But, you know, it's just it's amazing to see these two, um, I don't know, be happy together. Yeah. Especially after what they both have been through. And I think it's incredible uh, for Lee to be this cool and amazing and put characters like this in her books and have them end up together as well. That's huge for it, fantasy. Yeah, it really is. Oh, I'm sorry. Aww. I know. I know. <sighs> oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> so they have to go meet Broom out on the airship. Ooh. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. Um they we learn at this point that like Broom actually hasn't been negotiating with West Rafka. He the whole plan was to just invade. Oh. I mean are we surprised really? No. No. Uh, Prince Rasmus is there. Yay. Uh, My favorite. <laughs> I know. Um, he wants to watch the battle with Hana, which causes a bit of uneasiness because we're apparently in like the old ways here in Fjorda because you can't be left alone. Like you have to have a chaperone. So the fact that he wants to be alone with Hana, mm. like he has to propose. Um, yeah. And she has to say yes because if they are alone, and he doesn't propose and she doesn't say yes, then like her reputation is done. Yep. Like she just ruins the broom name. Ugh. I know. Lord. Um, Hana tells everyone, like, oh, it's all right. And uh, tells Nina, we'll find a way out. Um, but she says something about she sees that there's still something worth salvaging in the prince. I'm not convinced at this point, and I'm not sure anyone else is convinced at this point, but. Hana has a big heart. She yeah, does. She does. Um, interestingly, Hana's mom tells Nina that she could join their household once they're married. That it's not unheard of. So we've had a couple comments here that shows that like Hana's mom knows something is up. I know. Yeah. Which is odd mm-hmm. but kind of cool at the same time like now i want to know <laughs> yilva's story <laughs> because to be married to broom but to seem so open to everything like she seems like she knows more 
Yeah, about Hana, and that and she obviously knows about Hana and Nina, and she's okay with it too. It it seems like it's not, you know, because she made the comment before that they should run away, right? And now she's saying you can still be a part of our family. I mean, if you didn't agree with she's it, she's saying she that, do that she could be a part of the prince and Hana's household. Yeah. Which, so, uh, yeah, she's like it's not unheard of. So I don't know. It's um, it's interesting. It is. I guess, you know, opposites attract. So like Yova and Broom, I, I don't know. Yeah, but that's a, at the same that's time, you big... still have to like <laughs> be able to like agree on some things like opposites. Yeah, Chris and I had this conversation the other night. Yes, opposites attract. And because Chris and I are very opposite, but at the same time, there are certain things that we agree yeah. on and we have to mm-hmm. because I realize that like, I could not live with a certain type of person that had certain beliefs or opinions right. about things. The core beliefs have to be the same. And exactly. the, and you have to have the same, like, goals. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, like, personality-wise. Ex- yeah. yeah. That could be completely whatever. But it actually works out. To it does. Because <laughs> it's you- opposite. Because somebody has to stay sane when the other one goes crazy and yeah, back and forth. Yeah. That's me. I'm the crazy one. I'm the calm one. Who would have known? <laughs> and see, that's with our friendship. I know. Aww. See, opposites. <gasps> oh, friends. Friends. <laughs> Friendships. We kind of went on a... Okay. Romance. That was a journey. It It is. It's a journey. But it was a journey. It always is. Oh, yeah. It's a friendship journey. <laughs> I feel like I'm in, I don't know, My Little Pony right now. Oh. <laughs> Oh boy. Friendship is magic. Oh. Okay. Yeah, don't worry. I'm not going to go there. I already did, though. But Well, I mean, now it's time for the battle. Oh. I mean, speaking of friendship. <laughs> speaking of Equestria. <laughs> um, it has to be really hard for Nina to like have to watch this whole thing on the feared inside. I can't even imagine. Um, but she notices that the Grisha aren't out in big numbers. Um, which she thought is super weird. She's like, where is everyone? But she does see Zoya Ooh. standing out front. What up, girl? <laughs> um, the Fjordan soldiers take off running from a ship. So what I'm imagining is like D-Day. Like those of you that are in other countries, I'm, sp- I'm talking about like the United States, like D-Day, where they... Um, rush the shores of Normandy, like where the boat right. things came open and they went rushing in. This is what I imagine, like as they were talking, because the Fjordan soldiers are running from a ship onto the beach to the Ravkin shore. Um, that's but, a good picture. I feel like that's exactly what I yeah, imagine. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but Zoya and the squallers decide, uh-uh, and they shoot some like crazy lightning. They, like Nina says, it's not like the one... The, the bolt. one bolt, like it is like a spider web of lightning, which actually electrocutes the water <laughs> and just kills all of the soldiers. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> well, good way to start. <laughs> and so the Fjordans are just kind of like, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're standing on this airship, just silent. And Redmond's like, um, it's all right. Because we've got some crazy weapon coming for the Rovkins on the northern side. And that the prince actually helped create it. And he says at this point that the prince is more bloodthirsty than any of them had ever hoped. 
which is not what we had hoped. No, that is not. And so at this point, especially in the first read-through, my mind goes, wait a minute, Hana is alone with him. That's horrifying. That was my first. <laughs> like, I feel for the Rofkins, I do, that they've right. got this thing coming, but I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Hana literally just left with this man that they're saying is more bloodthirsty than they had hoped. Um, hmm. And with all of his comments about bending a broom to his will and everything else, like it always, yeah. I was like, yeah. Um, so Nina, of course, is not feeling great because she's probably thinking the same thing. Yeah. Um, so she tells Yilva that she needs to take a walk, get some air. Um, and Yilva's like, don't be alone because the soldiers are going to want to find somebody to punish, which is that. And uh, so she obviously runs straight to go find Hana. She just takes off running straight to the tower. And when she goes to the tower, she smells a weird smell. And then there's like a prick against her neck. And she just feels like she's falling forward. And that's where the chapter ends. <gasps> no. <laughs> I know. Well, it's not fair. Keep going. Okay. But yes. That isn't. Um, yes. Oh, my gosh. I know. Okay. Well. Leaving me on the edge of my seat. Yes. I know. Uh, well, I mean, I guess you'll have to tune in next week. Find <laughs> out what happens. Or you can read the chapter on your own. But um, we do encourage reading. Um, anyways, that's exciting, though. Um, I just can't believe we're getting towards the end of all this. I know. Um, yeah. So um, anyways, it's, um, it is that special, special, special time for or. Greasecast news. So let's give it to our Grisha in the field. We love you, Alex, but there's no news. They ain't so, got nothing for us, Alex. Said sorry, nope. no news, no news. So we um, but we are sending prayers and treats and food to our Grisha in the field. So don't worry. Special care packages, exactly. Yeah, send your prayers. Um, just because Alex is out there waiting for any Grisha, anything <laughs> news coming or coming our way. <laughs> so okay, well, Alex, we love you, and we'll see you. Maybe next week if there's news. We'll see you again soon. We will. And we miss you. Um, So, anyways, it's kind of ending towards the end of everything. Thank you for all of our listeners. Thank you for our Fable Book Club. What, what? What, what, Fable listeners? And, um, yeah, so next week we will be covering chapters 36 through 38. Don't worry, we are still cruising along, ending up. You know, finishing this book by the very last step, like the very last week of Jan of January, <laughs> very last week of December. So this year, end in the year right. We will. We end in the year right, and yeah, it's gonna be crazy. So, anyways, okay. Well, you guys be good. We'll see you all next week. Long live the Grishaverse. Like we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No mourners. No funeral.
This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and not really TikTok at GrishaCast. Thank you so much to Kendra Dantes in Year 26 for the amazing background music. And of course, our beloved staff, Chris, Alex, Sid, Michelle, and Amber. 